Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View on this day of gratitude here on Super Talk. And uh, I think we picked a great first guest on this day of gratitude. We'll have another day of gratitude tomorrow. But Dr. Nicholas Conger, the infectious disease doctor <clears throat> from uh, Memorial, is such a great friend. He gives such practical advice about the, the vaccine and the face mask. And he has such a great view of things in terms of all these people, both patients that are out there trying to find the right balance between the economy and staying safe, and also in all these medical professionals that he comes in contact with. Just a great first guest, just a terrific friend of the show, and what he had to say about gratitude was terrific. As we did some brainstorming about who do we want on the show uh, over the next couple of days, um, Cammy, who's, uh, who's kind of a content producer for the show, had a really good idea. She said, why don't we ask Brandy Westman to come back? Brandy is from Ocean Springs, and she went to New York City to work in a hospital in New York City at the height of COVID, and we had a great show that talked about it. And uh, I thought, man, let's bring Brandy back and uh, let's have a conversation with Brandy about what does she think about now that she looks back? She's still a practicing nurse. Uh, she's, uh, well, we'll, we'll tell you a lot about her as we get into the conversation. But good morning, Brandy. How are you? Hey, I'm well, Ricky. Thank you. Good morning. I read, I read this this morning at the beginning of Dr. Conger's show, and I'll, I'll share it with you because I think it's terrific. A couple of things I found about gratitude. One is gratitude turns what we have into enough. I just thought that was just a great way to say it. And in this moment of COVID, we sort of all kind of got back to the basics. We reminded ourselves what in life is important. And we, we came much more, I think, to grips with all these physical possessions at the end of the day don't really matter. It's really the, the, our, our loved ones, you know, our family and our friends. That's what matters. And one other I'll share with you, and you know, just kind of get your thought about j- just gratitude in general. It's not happiness that brings us gratitude. It's gratitude that brings us happiness. Um, as you look back on last year, you know, this whole notion of gratitude is something I'm sure you've reflected on, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I think the pandemic was the worst and the best thing that happened to us. Yeah. <laughs> for, all, for all the reasons you just named. There, There is no doubt about that. So let's, let's remind people. I, I love People like you, because um, when I'm talking to uh, a representative of a place like Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, I mean, they've got one of the best nursing programs in the entire country now. I mean, they're, they're rated in nationally. You, went, you, you got your nursing degree there, but you also went on to get your bachelor's and master's degree from the University of Southern Mississippi. But the, the groundwork that you laid going to Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College was really important to where you are today, isn't it? No doubt. No doubt. Uh, we have a joke among nursing students, especially the two-year program that the junior college offers. What a lot of people don't understand is there's no difference in skill set in an associate degree nurse and a bachelor degree nurse. So it's a basically a two-year cram course, and it's, it's, it's nursing boot camp is what we like to call it. And 
it uh, definitely laid the foundation and the groundwork, and I'm I'm thankful for for those two years there. You uh, you are a Gaucher native. You've lived in Ocean Springs for twelve or thirteen years. You uh, U.S. Navy Reserve Nursing Corps. You're a lieutenant. Uh, you still are active uh, in that. You're you were inducted to Mississippi Black Belt Karate Hall of Fame. And this is just a reminder from people who you might see uh, Brandy or hear Brandy. Don't mess with her. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she's ready for you if that happens. But uh, what else would you say about growing up before we get to your experience in New York and kind of what you're up to these days? Oh, well, growing up in the past or since being yeah, in New just, York? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll come to New York next. Well, but Yeah, just tell me about growing up in, in coastal Mississippi. Yeah, I love being on the coast. I, my husband and I um, are blessed to be able to travel a lot. So I've, I've been all over the world, and this is home. And uh, it's just the salt air. It's our little secret that we don't like to let the rest of the world know about, you know, with the, the beautiful beaches and, and wonderful fishing. And then there's just the, the southern hospitality. Um, you know, growing up in Gaucher, I come from a, a rather large family, um, a lot of aunts and uncles and cousins and um, large family gatherings, and I'm just very blessed to have grown up in the South. So when you rose your hand and you said, I'm going to go to New York, having that big family, I bet they were all saying, what in the world are you doing, Brandy? They were, yeah, uh, especially the parents, of course. Um, there was so much unknown then, and at the time, COVID was a death sentence. You know, we were, we were terrified of it, as we should still be. Um, but we're, we have a handle on it now, and and then we didn't, and the the news was terrifying coming out of New York, and unless you have that calling as a, a medical professional, others just have difficulty understanding that. I think medical professionals feel more comfortable entering an environment like that because we know somewhat what to expect and how to protect ourselves from it. So the that fear just isn't as prevalent in those that that aren't uh, accustomed to that kind of environment. So there was a lot of um, convincing my parents that I'd be okay. And you were, you, you did, you did it well. And what you saw in New York was really incredible. I mean, you, you really, what you saw in New York is what played out here in coastal Mississippi. And that is these incredible healthcare professionals going beyond the call of duty to create, you know, one of the things that Dr. Conger said is to cre to create a a, a safe place for people to be able to go that hospitals actually were one of the safest places to go. People were scared of it for all the reasons that you were talking about because COVID, you know, in the beginning, this fear that, that it was a death sentence. But at the end of the day, so many people worked together to create protocols that actually made it quite safe. But what you saw about healthcare professionals there gave you a little, a lot of gratitude for your profession, didn't it? No doubt. Um, I think the, the entire world saw the strength of healthcare professionals and what we do and the importance of our work and and not just us. I mean, there are, there are many others that that um, helped the outside the healthcare professional with the pandemic. But since we're talking about nursing, I'll talk about nursing. Um, yeah, it's just a bond that you have as nurses, and COVID really brought us all together and kind of showed our our superpowers to everyone else. It showed not only your superpowers, it showed your hearts. Uh, one of the things that Dr. Conger talked about is that, uh, especially in the early days of COVID, that loved ones would die alone. And if it weren't for the nurses, they'd really be alone. And it was oftentimes the nurses that would be holding their hand 
Well, unfortunately, they they passed away. But you you got to see you got to see so many dedicated people doing so many amazing things. Is there a story that stands out to you during your experience there that it just still with you as we speak? There is, and and I'll go back just a moment to the being with people um, who were unfortunately dying alone, and that's undoubtedly the hardest part for me. Um, working in New York, uh, we had iPads that we would bring in the room, and we would video call the family, and that's you know how they would be with their loved one as they passed, and still get very emotional thinking about it and talking about it because that was just I can't imagine to you know in some cases make it that far in life. Uh, the the elder of a family with multiple generations and to die alone and that was very very difficult that was that was tough um, the the story that that I remember the most and I still keep contact with this patient is we had a 9/11 fireman who was one of our first patients to be admitted on my particular floor um, and at Northville University is where I worked by the way um, and. This gentleman was didn't have a good um, road ahead of him. We did not think he was going to make it. We really pushed his body to the limits to avoid intubating him. And he was admitted 60-some-odd days. He was, he was admitted longer than any patient in that hospital. So he was admitted just a couple of days after I arrived there at Northwell. And then towards the end of that eight weeks, he was on his way to recovery. And we just had this... We, we, we bonded and he talked about 9-11 and I talked about Hurricane Katrina and family life. And um, I, I passed on my contact information to him. I didn't get to see him um, discharged from the hospital, but the manager that I worked with did record him as he was rolling out the door and he calls me Mississippi. And so as he was rolling out, he looked at the camera, and gave me a thumbs up Mississippi. And so we still keep contact you know, every now and then to see how each other's doing. But uh, no doubt, that's what stood out to me the most is the bond that you created with some of the patients that were able to pull through. It's a small, small, small world. It, it really is. And you know, New, New York City firemen came to coastal Mississippi after Hurricane Katrina, and I think they came for n- numerous years after that. You know, bringing you know toys for kids and doing what they could to help out. There was this great connection, but. It's in times of struggle, it's in times of challenge like that, that you really get to see people at their core, you know, all the, all, when all this junk gets out of the way. And that's, I think that's one of that thing I read at the beginning of the show is so powerful that the gratitude makes you realize that what you have is enough. And, you know, when you take all this noise, and there's a lot of noise in our world these days, but when you take a lot of the noise away, if COVID delivered anything to us, it's a just an absolutely profound reminder of what in life is important and it's those people around us those friends those acquaintances like the, the 9-11 uh, fireman that you met when we come back to this day of gratitude here on super talk we're going to continue our conversation with brandy westman what a <clears throat> what a terrific story she has to tell and um, great to kind of reconnect with her we had a we had a good visit with her many months ago and we're revisiting uh, her, her experience in New York and then maybe what she's uh, learned since she's been back here so we'll be back after this break subscribe for free to the Coast View podcast on iTunes Google Podcasts Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Back to Coast View and this day of gratitude on Super Talk uh, had uh, Dr. Nicholas Conger in the first section of um, Brandy Westman, who volunteered to go to New York City during the height of COVID. She's from Ocean Springs. We're going to continue that conversation. Tomorrow, I have Lee Bond from Singer River Health System, who's going to bring a couple of very special guests with him. Looking forward to that conversation. And then Jeff Duncan from The Athletic, who's covered the Saints longer than anyone else in history, will be on. And we're going to talk about how sports, how we're thankful for sports, how it kind of helped a lot of people get through the COVID situation. So coming back to you, Brandy, man, what a story. And uh, I loved hearing about your connection with the the 9-11 firemen. But you told me during the break something that I did not know. And that is that when you and I talked, you were still in New York City. You had COVID when we were talking. You didn't tell me that. I did. I uh, I didn't want to alarm anyone at home. Um, but yeah, I was actually recovering. I, I had the, I was past the worst of it, um, but still didn't feel at my best during the interview. But I was quarantined in my apartment. So what else are you going to do? Right. Um, but yeah, that's. And fortunately, I just had flu-like symptoms. I, not a, not a terrible case of it. But it, it took a very long time to recover. Um, get back to my and get my endurance back as far as yeah. exercise. And I, I usually work out every day, and I, I couldn't do that for several weeks. I was out. So, uh, so you got back home, and uh, what are you doing today? So, I am working again as a nurse practitioner at uh, family practice, Doctor James Martin in Ocean Springs. Um, we are behind uh, Hancock Bank on Ocean Springs, eleven hundred three Hanley Road. So, okay. if anyone needs a primary care provider, come see me. Hey, one of the things that Dr. Conger and I talked about, and I'm sure that uh, we'll we'll continue this conversation tomorrow with Lee Bond and his team, but um, I think the fastest way to whatever that new normal is going to be is is getting vaccinated, and all the data coming back about the vaccine is really, really terrific. And uh, in other words, if you get it, you're going to be safe, and you're going to not be able to spread it, and everybody needs to get it. And if you, you know, the more people who don't get the vaccine, the more opportunities there is for a recipient to be a place where there could be a mutation of the disease occur. And we've talked about all those things. And we, the other thing we talked about is that in social media, you still see these people that are saying that the vaccine is not safe and that it's poison, and I'm not going to get the vaccine. And as a, as a nurse practitioner, I'm sure you hear that every day. What do you say to your patients? Well, they, they have to educate themselves on the proper um, websites and not social media. So I always recommend cdc.gov to most of my patients. And and all you can do is encourage them to get the vaccine. And we're as you mentioned, there's a lot of great data coming out. Uh, I think the, the fear that most have are the lack of long-term studies. Um, but what, what we currently have is the best that we have, and we have to use the best of what we have. But one of the things that Dr. Conger says repeatedly is that he's seen COVID and what could happen if you get COVID. And, and he's seen so far what's happened when you get the vaccine and he'll, 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 he'll take, he'll take the vaccine. And uh, I think that's really, that's probably a great way to say it, isn't it? I agree completely. Yes. So we just, we need to remember that the pandemic isn't over. You know, we're, hopefully we are over the worst of it, but it's not over. We need to continue to, to watch the downtrends by doing our part and getting vaccinated, wearing the mask where we need to wear a mask and washing our hands. Yeah. And uh, socially distancing and protecting the vulnerable, all those things are still in play. 
And, um, you know, that's a, it's a great reminder that we, we haven't arrived yet. You know, Brand, if you look back on this year, you know, what, what are you grateful for in your life? Oh, I, without a doubt, I'm grateful for family and health. Um, that I think um, most of us were at one point all in fear of what this pandemic was going to bring to us personally, um, not only in some cases, you know, financially, but of course, medically, um, and to have, have gotten through this and maintain my health and have just a, a wonderful family around me that was healthy as well. That's what I'm grateful for. I say that every day. I say that every day. And, you know, this opportunity to to look back, we kept my mother who is vulnerable, safe, Anne's mother who is vulnerable, safe. Mm-hmm. I got COVID and didn't give it to any of my family members. Thank God. Uh, Anne's been a trooper. You know, our, our daughter, who is a teacher, um, has um, has been safe. Our kids have been safe. My daughter-in-law, who is a nurse, an RN. Uh, has been around a lot of COVID and and she has been safe. And, you know, it's a reminder that, that um, I mean, we got this reminder after Katrina, you know, that buildings don't make a community, the people do. And when we had this opportunity to kind of move the noise out of the way, it's a great reminder of what in life is ultimately important is those people around you. That That is for sure. Um, I want to I want to thank you, Brandy, for for taking this opportunity and uh, and reflecting with me, coming back on with me, and looking back on the time that you spent in New Orleans and New York. Excuse me. And uh, I appreciate your leadership and your inspiration. I mean, you've been a great inspiration. But thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Ricky. I appreciate that. It's been a real good one. And tell Mike that we uh, the Matthews family sends their love. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, you bet, you bet. So uh, anyway, uh, it's been a it's been a terrific day of gratitude, uh, and here here on Super Talk, I enjoyed my conversation with Dr. Conger and here with Brandy Westman. Tomorrow we're going to have Lee Bond and some special guests and Jeff Duncan from the Athletics. So until then, have a great day. Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.